Yes, this is Chris Gotti Lorenzo, and you are listening to Giving Them the Business. My partner, Don De Niro, is not with me today. He's out traveling, having a good time in Miami. All good. But, you know, as always, he's with me in spirit. And I have an incredible guest today that I can't wait to interview. I met this brother yesterday, and we just, I mean... The stories, the information that I got moved me, and I was so happy that he was able to do this interview on such a short notice. So I want to just introduce Wesley Two Scoops. Man, thank you for coming to giving him the business. Thank you for being on the show with me. And again, I, I just enjoyed everything you did yesterday. I was giving you stories off here about some of the things that uh, moved me, and then my son called me. You know, shout out Chris, you know what I'm saying? And uh, when he called me, I don't know why, but I couldn't help but feel the energy you was giving off yesterday at your event, and I kind of passed it on to my son yesterday. So I want to thank you personally for that because that definitely helped me talk to him. But you know, introduce yourself. You know, glad glad you're here. Let's see, let's get to it. I want to go through a lot of stories. I see I have a book right here, a way out. That yes, you sir. Wrote. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about this as well. <laughs> but let, I want to go back. I always like to start and then come forward, come okay. where we are. So, you know, uh, for people that don't know who you are, uh, what are you most famous for? Let them know what you're most famous for. We're, we're first and most peace and blessings to everyone who's uh, tuning in right now to giving them the business. Yes. Uh, I'm grateful uh, to be here. Thank you. Um, for the reasons of our spiritual connection, I believe that everything in life happens for a reason. No mistakes. And uh, as I said at my event yesterday, in this room, we're only six degrees of separation from meeting something that's going to propel you to the next circumstance, situation, or level. That's what I believe. That's absolutely a fact. I live that. Yeah. Um, so uh, going back, as you say, so yesterday, um, I'm, I'm most known for winning the American Gladiators three yeah. years in a row. So yeah. I'm, I'm Wesley Two Scoops. I uh, won American Gladiators in the States three times, and I won the International Gladiators twice. Wow. So I was able to travel the world and beat everybody that they placed before yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, you said something else yesterday that I love. You said, yeah, I can squabble. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, told, I told my man Corey, I said, yeah, I like that. <laughs> you you got you to keep... I'm a squabble myself. You, you got to keep your squabbles up, man. Gladiator level, but... Yeah, yeah, well, you got to keep your squabbles up because today... No disrespectful to the youngsters, they squabbling with these cell phones, you know, the thumb texting and and they throwing jabs and uppercuts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Twitter with them gangsters. thumbs, you know what I'm saying? Twitter gangsters, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, finger fighters, you know. Yeah. I get it, but you know we just molded and cut <laughs> from a different fighters. cloth. That's all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, so um, it was an honor first to 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 meet you through your man Corey. Yeah, Corey uh, was invited to my ESPN 30 for 30. Uh, release party, which aired on Tuesday and Wednesdays, is titled The Making of the American Gladiator. Wow. 30 for 30, and it's 30-year history. Wow. Long before there was reality TV show, there was American Gladiator. American Gladiator. I, I remember American Gladiator, absolutely. And in, uh, it was that time, like you said, that was an era where American Gladiator was doing a lot of that marketing and promoting different difference from what uh, television was putting on. It was a whole different way of being entertained. 
Yes, it was. And, you know, you had to go out there and, and you know, it wasn't boxing. It was like challenges, like physical challenges and everything. And then, of course, combative with someone else against someone else. So it was a great show, and, and it did really well. Yeah, the thing that I liked the most about it, before I knew anything about scripted and unscripted, it was mm -hmm. a doggy dog situation. Yeah. You know, these big old guys, super swole, you know, <laughs> 25 inch arms hanging as if, you know, they went to the penitentiary or something and, uh, you know, was doing push ups and back arms and curls all day. Yeah. And you had to go up against these guys. Yeah. And it, the favor and also the, the field of sports wasn't in your favor either. So the games was built to benefit the gladiators. Mm. I think what really helped me the most is they didn't know, you know, that I grew up in a neighborhood where, you know, fighting with some 16-ounce gloves or slap boxing was the norm of the day. Right. You know, so we didn't have guns and all that kind of stuff as they have today. Sure. You had to have some squabbles. And if yeah. you didn't, you go home with a couple of lumps like you was eating some oatmeal, shut it down, get up in the morning and, and do get it again. Back, get back at it. <laughs> again, look, and where are you from? I'm originally... Uh, uh, by way of Shreveport, Louisiana. Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, me and my family eventually moved out to what they would call uh, Los Angeles County, uh, Duarte, Pasadena. Mm. You know, and some of my family landed there, and the rest of them landed in Compton. Right. Over in the Willowbrook. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So this is going back for Gladiator, you're talking about like about 30 years now. Yeah, it started in 1988, 88. and it ran all the way to... Uh, 99 and then it rebooted again like 2010 and then it just sizzled out but and you have so many different stories uh just for me talking to you yesterday again i'm going to get in into using incarcerated yes use a cop yes <laughs> that's kind of weird right unless you is a crooked cop that's what one would like to think so because uh, your story is iconic, and I know there was a a movie they want to make a movie or a documentary about it. Correct. They uh, do I a, know you. We was talking. Uh, I think Drake and uh, LeBron James and their production company was looking at it. Uh, how how hard was it as a cop to see? I I my uncle was killed in the line of duty. Okay. My father's brother, Uncle Ivan, and um. Uh, I understand how hard it is. I had a brother-in-law that was a cop. I have a lot of friends that was cops. When you're young, when you when we was younger, that was just the normal to go become a cop. Like take the test, go take the test. It's gonna be a good job. They taught us that in high school. Yes, you know, in high school, everyone took the fireman test, the police officer, <laughs> every ROTC test, test, all you the know, transit yeah. tests, the sanitation tests, and that's what we did. And that was like. You could get that job. It would be a good-paying job, get a pension, having have benefits. Yes. And then you'd be all right. And that was, like, your plan for – I took. I tried to become a cop. What's crazy is when I tried to become a cop, I didn't realize the psych test was, you know, when they're evaluating you. So I go to meet my detective that's evaluating me, and he's right. on the psych part. He runs – I was arrested, never convicted or never – so you could have been arrested. You just never have no convictions. Absolutely. You're fine. Absolutely. But you have to explain what you was arrested for, and they want to get into it. <laughs> All the time. 
they run in my rap sheet and you just hear that printer going off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. And sure enough, I thought he was gonna lock me up. That's how stupid I was, how ignorant right. I was. Cause he said, oh man, he's making all these faces looking at me. Oh, he's still printing. And he oh, he grabs it and he comes back and he's he's very aggressive. But really that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to break you. And I said, look, before you even go any further, I'm just here to get a job. If you don't, he said, I said, if if it's no problem, I'll, I'll leave. He said, that's all you want? You want to leave? I said, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want no trouble thinking I'm going to get in trouble. Right, right. And he said, go ahead, leave. I booked up out of that precinct so fast. <laughs> I said, oh, hell no. I thought, but that's how ignorant I was. That's no exaggeration. That's a thousand percent a true well, story. I don't think that you were ignorant. I think that where we grew up and how we grew up in that time. Yeah. You know, you you wanted to respect law enforcement, but our parents instilled in us to uh, listen to them so you don't get yourself hurt. Yeah. If you take a Caucasian man and a black man and you ask how your parents raised you, <laughs> mom said if you're driving, you keep that hand on, on three and nine. <laughs> two, two and ten. Yeah, three and nine. Yeah, two, it's three and bit, nine. It's, 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 no, lower, it's, it's, right? it's a little bit higher. <laughs> three, ten, you know? yeah. And when they two come, hang them hands out the window. Yes. Yes, sir, and no, sir, and don't look them in the eyes, right? If you call Cajun, you talk crazy. Hey, what are you pulling me over for, man? What, what's wrong with you, right? It's the way that you was being raised. I told my kids, so, you know, that's the difference. And I tell them, I'm teaching them to be how my like some of my co uh executive that I deal with that are white when I talk to them and how they turn tell their kids I'm teaching my kids to do the same thing and I know it might be more dangerous for them but it's really where we have to get to and I'm like be very careful keep your hands there but don't just let them tell you everything you have rights and I break down those rights that they have and how they can speak to an officer and because we had uh, officers in law enforcement, again, they tell you, turn the dome lights on, put your hands on the ceiling, not out right. the window. They tell you, hold the wheel, turn the radio off, turn the dome, right, right. roll your windows down if they tend right. it, make sure they can see you. So that's right away, if a, a cop walks up to you and that's what's done, they know you was instructed by somebody and they should be smart enough to realize that this isn't just some regular thug that don't know nothing or that. No, they know something. That's why they did it by a, a law enforcement person because they don't want to be jeopardized either. That's so what they're telling you. This is what you should do. But again, the white, the white, they, they, man, they, they go back verbally. They, the challenge, they challenge everything. Well, th there's a difference real quick for those who are listening mm -hmm. about giving them the business. Yeah. How do you give a police officer the business? Well, technology change the playing field mm. for the African-American man yeah. or the, the American black man. man. And, and and that got changed because now you pull up on my car, I got three or four cameras. I got a GoPro, I got my own phone, I got mm. everything rolling. You got a running. body cam, I got everything running. My, my, my reverse lamps is working, it's got a camera in that. You know what I mean? Depending on what year your car is. Right. I got one on the dash, I got one on my watch. Yeah. Right. So when you pull up, now I'm gonna say some things. See, when Rodney King, for those that don't know, Rodney King took a ass whooping. Am I able to say that? Sure you are. Rodney King took a ass whooping where somebody was across the street with one of them big old Betamax cameras. Filming it. Filming it. Imagine if they didn't. That person who filmed it is dead, yeah. right? They was trying to find out. It's a tape that's existing. And even with everybody around the world watching this man get beat beyond recognition, right. they still thought that it was okay. And yeah. the jurors found them not, not guilty. Guilty. It wasn't. What? 
Again, un- not excessive. When he, you he physically wash the taser wires are still hanging, and they baseball batting this nah, man. You know, we we could go on and on. And I, I understand that, but this I just is crazy. Yeah, so. that's why when you say giving them the business, yeah, you have to ha- dot your eyes and cross your t's, and knowing right. what you're dealing with when you're dealing with it. Because if you don't, ignorance is is is, is, is no excuse for not knowing the law. That's, that's what they're right. gonna tell you. That's right. There's not an excuse because you didn't know. Why you got a smartphone if you're going to be dumb? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google's God. You yeah. know, God knows everything. So does Google. Google knows everything. Anything you ask, they got an answer for you. Yeah, they, they give you what they think you should know, and what you don't know, you got to go a little bit deeper. Yeah. So, again, you as an officer, you get locked up. What was the reason um, for being incarcerated as an officer, what what did you do? Can you talk about it? Well, um, I, I'll I'll give you some scenarios, and maybe perhaps if you invite me back to the show, we'll be able to get back into it. Sure. But let me just bag up. How did I become an officer? Is is what we really want to know. Yeah. Well, because of the American Gladiators show. Wow. You have a lot of officers that want you to become a volunteer or a reserve officer, which gives them some credentials. Case in point, Shaquille O'Neal. Because Shaquille O'Neal was a basketball player. Shout out Shaq. Huh? Yeah. Shout Diesel. out Shaq. Shaq Diesel. Diesel. Because he was a celebrity person, he was able to get uh, grandfathered in. Whereas, like, man, you, you, you want to be a volunteer officer, you want to be a reservist, little, it's shorter. You ain't got to go through no, no camp. You ain't got to have an extensive background. Right. Because you are somebody, and we can walk you in the schools and stuff of that nature, we can get you in real quick. Will you be done in a month? Wow. Take your fingerprints, the, the, no, and... You know, we do a background check. We get you in, overdone. You know, swear you in, badge, done. That's what happened to me. I was yeah. in the gym working out. An officer was recognizing me. Next thing you know, he came over. He's like, oh, man, you like kids. I see. Did you talk about it on the Gladiator? Sure. He says, well, we got an opening in the D.A.R.E. office, in the D.A.R.E. officer department. Would you be willing to want to come in and become a reserve officer? Oh, no, sure. Why not? I don't care. And so because of my celebrity status as a Gladiator, I didn't have to go through an extensive background to get in. So I got in that way on the lower level. And then I was like, this is kind of exciting. You know, I said, well, I got a skill set that I can help you out with on some tactical stuff. And then, well, we're going to have to do another background check. And then we can just swear you in from this and parallel you into this. That's how I got in. Man, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Call your boy Shaq. How do you think Shaq got in a uniform got a badge? I know how he got in as that, but. Basketball. Yeah, celebrity. Celebrity. Don't give me a gun and a badge. <laughs> well, no, a gun and a badge is a gun and a badge is like money. Yeah. Because money make you more of what you was before you got it. I was just right. And if, if you give a guy who 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 doesn't have a backbone and who's a coward a gun, not a gun, but a badge, badge. because he's bagged by He's um, the biggest well, gangs in the in the country. Well, the their union, officers. their union is deep. Oh yeah. So be, so you get a gun and you get a badge. The badge gives you car blunts until you do something that you just we just can't protect you now. And we know this to be true. Right. So that being said, a badge make you more of what you was before you got it. So if you was a coward, you're gonna be a bigger coward because we can George Floyd you. Listen, I talk about this all the time. Okay. Money does the same thing. You're just a big asshole. That's, That's what I said to make you more of what it you was before makes you, you got more it. more of what it is. So it's all the same. I get it. So you get through these these uh, these times with the and the police and then 
when you was read, like I said, I don't know what you could could or cannot talk about. Right, right, what you right. can and cannot talk about. But how long did you do? I did 20 years, six months. Federal time. State. State time. Yeah. Wow. 20 years and six months? Seven days, 48 <laughs> hours. Wow. See, when you're doing time like that, you count some stuff, you know, because what else are you supposed to do? But the thing of it is, is people think that men in prison, whether guilty or not guilty, is looked at two ways. My Caucasian friends would say, well, if they find you guilty, you had to do something. Yes. No, no. Ice Cube said it good. My skin is my sin, mm. right? <laughs> it's not necessarily so because what people don't understand, and I write about it in my book, and you guys are going to hear it when the brother invite me back, the jurors are actors and actresses paid for by the state to come and sit in those seats. Not your peers. They're not the peers, you know, <laughs> that look anything like me. I, I have know, not I know one black right. on my jury. And because of that, they moved it to a whole nother district Just, yeah. because I had connections with people in the community. Mm. I worked for senators. I'll tell the name and, later on. And they didn't want I had chief of police who they know I'm legit. Later on, we'll talk mm. about that. And so because they figured this person got these plugs, the DA requested that I be moved to an all-Caucasian community where I stood trial and was found guilty after 30 days. I went to trial every single day. Man. But you, I found out again some crazy shit with you is because you, <laughs> you, you basically won through an appeal you can, and overturned that decision after 20 Absolutely. years. Absolutely. And I look forward to telling so, your people how I gave them the business yeah. in order to get out. So some people so talk about it. You got to be about I have, it. I have um, a dear friend named Josh Dubin. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know uh, another attorney named Barry Sheck. Barry Sheck. Yep, I know Barry Sheck. Barry Sheck is technically my cousin. I wrote him. Yeah. Asked for some help. Okay. So the Barry Innocence Shea. Project, yes. I wrote them too. There you go. You know exactly what I'm talking man, about. I've been and we didn't talk about this before. <laughs> so Barry Sheck, my I have a Jewish brother in law that's married to my sister named David Rabin. Barry Sheck is his cousin. Okay. So I knew Barry was at the wedding and everything. I knew Barry, but Barry Sheck is running that innocent program. And now Josh Dubin is really, really putting his foot in it as well. And started working under it and bringing home brothers and sisters and all just that was wrongly uh, arrested through DNA. For the most part, it's all DNA proven. You're right. not DNA proved, or are you? Oh no, mine's had nothing to do with DNA. That's even though it was a footprint. Crazy. Even though it was a footprint. No, but so, but still, that's not DNA. A footprint that's is true. not I, DNA. know that that's just forensic crap. But. That's right. But you know, that's how they get everyone home through DNA proof. And they've these these gentlemen have done twenty plus years. So those, they must have some type of a murder trial. It's it, it varies. That's something to deal with blood. It Unless varies. It could okay. be it could be even you know rapes Rape, and yeah. things. Yeah. So it, it varies. Uh, and DNA evidence proves they weren't there. Sometimes there was nothing there that should have been there because of this DNA. So it's it goes through. But Josh is doing amazing show, you know amazing work. He was my he was my jury selector for my trial. Okay. And he's now evolved. He's an incredible attorney. I mean, killing it right now. But you did it without one, basically. 
Well, there, there's a lot and of men. Really, I really want to get into that part because we have, a, you know, an audience <laughs> that really would un like to understand that. You know, another person, a, a, a friend, I'm going to shout him out, T.A., he just passed not too long ago. He rest was, in peace, rest in yeah, peace. Yeah, rest in peace. He was a, let's say, what was this? Not a, um, uh, he would get all the information for the lawyer. Okay. But he was, you know, he was, he was incarcerated. Right, he right. learned everything from jail. With Shepardizing. T.A. was unbelievable, too. He had to learn how to shepherdize. Yeah. So yeah. what what I what I would say, and I'm with pretty people, sure you had to learn how to shepherdize. Well, you know, whatever there, hell that means. Well, I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> there, 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 there's great minds when you're in a place where you're locked down 24 hours a day because right. of riots and all that. You don't have nothing else to do but think. You have to be a strategic person. I wish if you had a chess player who was listening that can tune in. I would love to ask them a question. To see what answer they would give, but I'm gonna just put it out there anyway, and then say what I need to say. So real quick, if I ask, do you play chess, my brother? Yes, I do. Okay, so here it is, right here. If you can be any piece on the chessboard, what piece would you be, and why? Well, again, see, this is it. Feels like a trick question. The queen is the most, the piece that can move the most. It That's has facts. the most. The most, uh, you know, let's, I don't want to say power because even a pawn is powerful because it can That's turn facts. into a queen. That's facts. So, uh, but I would, again, without trying to get too deep, I'm going to say it's the queen. Okay. And and I know but I'm you, no bitch. Right, right. I, I, I would I would never I would never call a man a bitch. You say that you better be ready to just cash out. Yeah, yeah. I ain't Don't lying. call me no this, queen. Right. I That's why I said it's a trick yeah. question. It was on two parts. No, no, no. My name ain't RuPaul and yours ain't either. You ain't John Paul. So you know what I mean? We ain't gonna be no new group either. Yeah. But the point that I'm making of it is, is I know most people think that it's a trick question when they play chess. Yeah. But I tell them, they say, well, you know, the king, he's a smart one. No, well, the king don't do nothing but move one space That's at a time. Right. The queen can't do nothing until something get out the way. The pawn got to move out the way in order for the queen to get away That's from right. the back line, right? So even the pawns is protecting the queen. Yes. A pawn is just as powerful as a queen, yes. especially if it has a piece in a situation of compromise. You can't, you can't bag up. Mm. A pawn can move forward, but he can't bag up. You That's forward right. or you sideways, which way you want to go. That's right. That's it. The goal for the pawn is making it to the other side. To become a queen. To become anything on the board. Okay. And that's how we have to be in life. We have to become chameleons. Start off being a pawn. Don't worry about being the smallest number on the board. We're going to get your ass to the other side. Crossover. And when we get your ass to cross over to the other side, yeah. we're going to look at the board and say, you know what? That's going to be a rook. That's going to be a knight. So a pawn, even though I got eight, it's eight different pieces once we make it to the other side. Got it. We get to supersize. We get to level up. We get to now really give them the business. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? That's a fact. Yeah, you laughed at me when I was a pawn, but guess what? I'm a rook. I'm a knight. You know That's what I'm right. saying? I'm a bishop now. Yeah. I'm, I'm even a queen. What? Now, yeah. and I became this so I can chop your damn head off. That's why I became this. Yeah. So they locked us in the cells. We had to become pawns. We had to learn how to move them pieces. And so shepherdizing is where you find a case that still has precedence that when you present that in court without feelings, they say, well, the way that he presented, this case still had precedence where this case was won in the United States Supreme Court or was won in the Ninth District Court. Mm -hmm. So because it was, guess what? It now takes precedence. And because of that, now we can look into the background of that police officer who got involved with Scoop's case and find out that this son of a bitch then had five write-ups for misguided uh, uh, reports 
where the five people that he did it to, all of them got out. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. We got his ass, and it's called a pitcher's motion. Mm. Pitcher's motion allow you to look in the officer's background, yeah. and there's nothing that the DA can do. It. Case in point, OJ. Right. OJ's case, he just had a, a, some smart guys, and they was able to look into Mark Furman's background. And when they did that, the first, Judge Ito didn't want to let it happen, so they appealed to the second district court, got a pitcher's motion, Granted, they looked in the peekaboo, you know, remember Bushwick Bill? <laughs> Who's that peeping in my window? Pow! Uh, yeah. You know, I want to know. And when they looked into the window, there was Mark Furman ass, got caught with his hands in the cookie jar. Right. Now they can look into his background now and found out that he in. was a piece of yeah. taffy. And the judge didn't want to let it go, which in my case, um, we had the same thing with a, one of the agents. And okay. the, but the judge wouldn't let it come. And there was nothing that they can do because the second appellate court outruled the... the well, the, we didn't have the, to go that far. Okay, we, well, I mean, we, praise we God was blessed. Yeah, we was blessed, but they didn't, and that would have been we would that was a motion we would have had to make right. to go that way. And I'm it, I'm glad you got the out. audience of people. I just I get passionate about it. Yeah. You know, back to giving them the business. And I, sure, I, I, I love, love the name. Yeah, thank so you. So how could I give them the business? Because in the law libraries, in the institutions, you're limited to what you can find because they got some old books that was been given to them by some court. I mean, excuse me, from some college. Yes. So if we got a bunch of books in there, but now when you're trying to find you can't find the case law that's gonna help you, you, you can't find nothing. Right. You what, what is it, West Law? Yeah, Western Law books. Yeah. You, you stuck. <laughs> but lo and behold, I love when people get greedy. Mm -hmm. So them correctional officers got greedy. And lo and behold, two thousand and five, them damn cell phones was born in prison. Wow. I got me one of them things for a thousand. Give me one of them things. Yeah. One of the Asian boys showed me how to. I, actually, the phone scared the shit out of me the first time I actually got one. Because yeah. they came out with an iPhone. When I left, we had one of the Motorola 8000. Yeah, big old brick phone. Bricks. Like I was, yeah, you know, big brick phone. One that phones. caused cancer. Oh, oh, yeah, shit. Make you go deaf in one ear. You be stepping yourself, hey, hey, yeah, talk yeah. another one. So, so the funny part about it was this I got it. My, my daughter had just had a baby. Yeah. And she, I said, well, she's like, Dad, I can send you a picture. I'm like, how you do that? She said, what kind of phone you got? I don't know. It's a phone. So my partner says, man, listen, man, have her send a picture and I'm going to show you how we going to get it. But have her do it quick. So I uh, look, write this number down, send a picture. She sent a picture. And when I got it, it was real small. My man said, touch the screen. And I touched the screen. That thing came forward and jumped up. I dropped the damn phone in the <laughs> toilet. He said, oh, man, you killed the phone. I said, shit, I didn't know she was going to jump out the, out of the, off, off the phone. Yeah. Boy, them, 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 them iPhones was beautiful. Yeah. I started shepherdizing and got my shit together. Thank God. Yeah. Three years later. That's the blessing right there. Three years is what it took. Three years later. It took three years. I had to stop being emotional. Because mm. you got to block out people sometime, man. Oh, you get too emotional about it. Man, they lying, they lying. You know, everybody they lying, they lying. Man, that, that law book wasn't lying. I started shepherdizing, finding some stuff. What? Shit. Rereading it. Because I'm doing the same thing that the <laughs> lawyers do that go to school to take the bar. I whooped them. I didn't have to pass no bar. I didn't have to go to school. Right. But when you discipline, you turn off the TV, turn off that music, start getting inside of your books. Because remember, all of your records from court was your book bag. That was, it was your weights. You was curling you that shit in your, in your laundry bag. Like, yeah. You blow these guns up just in case I got to blow them up. You yeah. back arming and curling it. You know, you're doing all that. But it was also your way of freedom. Man, that's a blessing. But three years. Took three years, man.
three years. Because you got to go through the court system all over again. I understand. Shit, you know how it is, man. I understand. Anybody listening, do you know how that is, that's, man? I, I lost my phone. That, my, that, that phone is all my friends that's locked up. I got to get that phone back. You know, I was told you I lost my phone. That's the phone because all of my boys is inside. They, that's the number. Man, they listen here, man. I ain't never heard about a rush card and all that other shit. They had rush cards. <laughs> they had all kind of green dot cards. You know what I'm saying? You get on the phone. I was like to my sister. She's resourceful. My, yeah, my sister here with me. I was like, look, sis, send a green dot card. She's like, what's a green dot? I said, just go take your ass to Walmart, Rite Aid. I don't give a damn. Get a green, green dot, dot card. And, and, and well, how much you need? Fifty dollars. And then read me them numbers when I call you back. Yeah. Shit, them green dot boy, them things was lovely. <laughs> was lovely. I think I think Russell Simmons was a part of the system because he came out with a rush the, card. The rush Hurry card. up and rush that goddamn card because I need it, man. Yeah, the rush card. I sent more shit. money home than I had sent in. Wow. Damn. Wow. But shit, you made it. We here, man. You here, man. And that's a blessing. Let's again. I, I got so many things I want to go into. And Somebody I know, listening to saying this is bullshit. Oh no, it's not. Oh, it's not. They know it's not. That's one thing. Uh, people that do know me know I'm not that bullshitter. We didn't make this. I'm shit not. Up. And if I heard bullshit, I stop it. I catch it. Yeah. No, this is all real. This is genuine. We stuff. Got, we got and documentation. Yeah, it's coming. I know it's coming. We can't talk about everything. No, we can't. But. It's all good. They gonna see. Is, is this is this live? Like no, it's not live. Okay. Well, let me tell you guys something. Remember, I was asking you about chess. I gotta share this with you. Sure. I gotta share this with you. No, no, no. Corey, you listening? Co all right, all right. <laughs> Since you listening? Yes, yeah, she is. She's still amazed by shit. So I get this cell phone after I done lost a couple of them because yeah. they want to come in and search and tear your shit up. They's like, Scoops, you, we know you got a phone, Brother X. You know, they call me Brother X. Brother X. Yeah, <laughs> we, we know you got a phone. Like, what you mean they got a phone? You don't even go to the law library no more. They be watching your movement, like, strategically. What happens when they catch you with that phone? I mean, they want to give you six months. Here, you could have gave me six years. I already had 42. That's right. You know, giving me six months was just a little bit more rest. Yeah. I don't know how long I'm going to make it, right? Yeah. But let me tell y'all this. So I was asking God. I'm like, God. You know, whether you want to call him Allah, Yahweh, or Jehovah, whatever name works for you. Uh, How am I going to hide this phone? Me and my boy been shooting chess back and forth for a long time, and I'm laying in my bed, and the Most High God said, make a chessboard. I didn't understand that, make a chessboard. Hell, we got a chessboard right here. He says, no. People, people don't know God really talked to you. Yeah. He said, make a chessboard, but I need you to make it like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I said, I didn't even understand that. You know how your parents would say something to you that don't make sense? You know, like, right. you hold the chicken, I'm going to pluck the feathers. Yeah. Hard head makes a soft, you know, soft yeah. ass. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that type yeah. of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Fat meat is greasy, that kind of... So I was like, Lord, you got to show me what you're talking about. So when the, 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 the porters be on the tier, you have to call out because you wanted to get the, the box that the toilet paper was in. I want to call the cardboard box. Tried to give him, you know, five soups, which was a dollar. I said, man, look, man, I need the cardboard box, man. I'm going to give you five soups. So after they pass out all the toilet paper and the tower cop's not looking, well, he's a CO, not a cop, not looking, the man folds it up and he shoots it up underneath your door.